Hello and welcome to the Magnetic Woman podcast with me, your host, Pandora Paloma, a visibility and business mastery coach bringing a unique fusion of strategy meets spirituality to visionary entrepreneurs across the globe. With 20 plus years of communications experience and five years running my own online business, I help women in the online space and creative industries get seen and scale to their next level. This has looked like tripling their income in a year, getting fully booked in six months, sold out programs and executing five figure launches. Personally, I run my own multi six figure business. And in this podcast, I give you a behind the scenes of how I do this, my life and my method. If you're a visionary entrepreneur, mover and shaker, and you're ready to meet more of your magnetism, welcome to my world. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of the podcast. I am going to be diving in to a a theme and a strategy very close to my heart, which is, of course, live launching. And today I thought I'd share how to plan, how to launch and how to scale to a six-figure launch. For context, I have recently had three consecutive six-figure launches in a row, four in total in the last three years. And prior to that, I have launched many, many times over the last six, seven years that I have been a coach. So launching uh, initially as an intuitive eating and living coach and over the last four years as a business coach and mentor. So I thought I would break it down into plan, launch and scale. And then the three things to consider within each of those categories. So let's go straight into law, into plan. So, and what I wanted to say is it can go very easy. It can be really easy to go straight into launch without the planning. And there I did just, let's go straight to launch. No, 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 no. What I have found to be so true over the last few years is that the more that I have spent time in the planning stage, the easier my launch has been. And a big part of this is what I consider the pre-pre-launch, which is the messaging. So it's really easy for us to think, well, I know, you know, the problem solution and I'm just going to create this course or create this offer or, you know, launch my one-to-one and speak to this. And what I found is actually really going deep and spending a lot of time in the messaging space before you do anything will actually inform the rest of your whole launch plan. So, you know, I I find with myself and with clients, if there's some complexities to that problem solution, we're probably going to need a little bit longer within that conversion event or conversion period to speak to those things. And this is where, you know, a one-off masterclass might be required um, or maybe it needs to be broken down as sort of a five-part email series or or, or challenge as such. Not that I particularly like challenges of conversion events these days, nor do I like the name, but you see what I'm getting at here. If there is a, you know, a real kind of complexity to that problem solution, or if we feel that we need a little bit longer to really speak to, you know, the themes that we are offering and, and working with within our containers, you know, our, this is going to reflect the, the launch plan that we put in place. So, you know, the messaging piece is really important. Now, the way that I typically do this is I think of kind of the three core pain points, concerns, challenges. And then from there, I think about what are the beliefs. So what are the beliefs that my client or ideal client is thinking at this time? 
And there might be a few different beliefs based on that pain point. So the pain point might be, um, I don't feel like I have what it takes to, you know, reach where I want to reach in my business. And the beliefs might be, you know, I don't know enough. Um, I'm not good at tech. I feel like I'm not worthy of it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then I want to tune into the outcome belief. So what is it that I want them to be thinking and feeling and, and being um, after the, in my, my, my world, kind of six months, 12 months working with me? And so then, you know, that it is possible and I'm able to do it and um, it, I, I'm supported in my growth when I have someone beside me. Like all of the things, that, you know, I know that my clients feel in working with me over that period of time. So three pain points, the beliefs associated to those pain points, and then the outcome belief. And this is going to inform the journey that you're taking your client on. Then I go a little bit deeper. So where are they now? Where do they want to be? Why are they not there yet? And how do you support them? Yeah, so four questions I always love to ask after I've done this piece. And then the next piece I go into in the planning stage is what does the client want and what does the client need? And the reason for this is that quite often what we think our client or what our client thinks that they want is very different to what they need. Let me give you an example. You might come to me and say, I want a strategy. I I want a strategy to scale my business. And actually what you may need is the confidence to stick to a strategy. As an example, you know, I have had clients come to me to say, you know, I feel like, you know, everything just feels chaotic and I don't feel very structured. And when we go through what they want, it's I want a strategy. And then as we go through that onboarding process, it becomes clear that actually that's not what they want. That's what they've had many times presented to them. And they've not followed through. So actually, what they need is the confidence and the structure and the support around them to stick to that strategy. This also means that when you're thinking about both what the client wants and the client needs, you're able to speak to both of those things throughout all of your assets. Again, this is important because if you're only ever speaking to what the client wants and you're not informing them of potentially what they need, you may find that you're attracting the wrong clients. If I were only talking about strategy and not sharing that we're also going to need to go to these parts of yourself in order to make that happen, there's a certain depth, right, to what a client actually needs. And if I'm only ever talking to what they want, they might come into my container and be like, actually, this is too hard. Actually, I didn't want to go here. And so the more that I can voice the truth of This is absolutely what you want and what you do need. But there may be other areas that we need to explore so that you can see the results that you want. And it may look like this. And this is something I, you know, support my clients with all the time. It's like, let's speak to what we know that your clients want. But let's also factor in that there may be things that we need to bring into that copy, into that messaging around what they need and helping them see that what they need may just be the thing that's going to be what gets them the the, the ultimate result that they desire. So that's part one of our planning. And then part two is create a strategy that works for you. And what I mean by this is basing your launch plan 
on the time that you have, the lifestyle that you have, and your goals. So no five-day challenge if you are a single parent of three. No pre-recorded masterclass straight into a funnel uh, with ads if you have never converted that masterclass live. If there is only space for three women in your container, you might not even need a conversion event at all. And so what I'm sharing here is that create a strategy and a launch plan that is going to work for you based on the capacity that you have, the lifestyle that you want to live. Your life is so important as part of you know how you work and want to work. And also the goals that you have, because sometimes actually might what might be required for you to hit a bigger goal is going all in in a slightly bigger uh, launch plan with a few more different elements so that you can get the result that you want to get. And one additional thing that I want to share here is that often the simplest, simplest strategy launch plan that you put in place is the best. I see so many women sort of doing all of the things, stressed out during launch, not enjoying it, and then giving up because it feels so hard. Please let me know if this is you. It has been me, hands up, so many times before. And then it stops being fun. And then you are, you know, succumb to the myth that live launching is hard. And actually, live launching gets to be really, really fun when done in the right way. And so then the third piece of planning is using your data to inform your launch. So an example here is, let's say that, you know, I'm launching magnetic visibility or a new training on, uh, as I am, live launching. I am going to go back and look at all of the content I have shared around launching. And I'm going to look, let's say, on my emails, what emails had a good open and click through rate. And I'm going to use that content to inform some of the content and be part of some of the content that I then share for that launch. So if a client is coming to me and it's a second launch, so it's something they've launched before, I will ask them to look at all of the data, look at what did really, really well on socials, what had really good engagement, what did we see results from? And then emails, you know, what had a good open rate, what had the best click through rate? And from that, we can, you know, look at that content. And overall, we might see a specific theme within the theme of your offer that is was really landing with people. And then we're going to go and test it. So this is an opportunity to say, you know, last time I launched this, most people were joining because of X, Y, Z. The tangible outcomes were this, you know, is this still resonating with you? And if your audience is like, yes, this is still a thing, then we know that that is a theme. And so we're using that, that, that data to inform the launch plan and some of the messaging and the content that we'll be sharing as part of it. Now, of course, sometimes our messaging slightly grows and evolves as we grow and evolve. So, you know, what I was speaking to with visibility, let's say, you know, in 2021 um, is going to be different to how I'm speaking about visibility now because, you know, the industry's changed and I've changed and there's, you know, more depth and more knowledge that I have and things were working that no longer work. So, you know, there's ways that we get to evolve our messaging as well. So let's go into launch. The first thing I want to share here is automations. What is going to make your launch so much easier is how much you are able to automate. So 
With, uh, to give you a bit of a, a context, we will typically automate around 70 to 80% of our newsletters. I will have around 70% of our content pre-written and ready to go during that launch period. And the reason for this is it frees up a whole load of space and time for me to be taking sales calls, uh, following up with people in the DMs, reaching out to people who I know have signed up to my conversion event, if there is one, and really being in the sales process. So I always see kind of, you know, planning as our messaging, our planning and, and, and you know, getting everything really locked and then launching when everything is automated or as much as you can is automated, it means that ultimately in that launch, you are able to do what you need to be doing at that time, which is really in the sort of sales strategy of your launch. So automate and automate as much as you can. Now, the second thing is based on how much you have automated is creating space for surprising and delighting your audience. So this is where with any launch, I'm always like, and what is our plan B? Like what is in your back pocket that you can bring out to surprise and delight your audience if you're not seeing the results? So I've seen this many times where, for example, a client hasn't factored in time to do personal outreach. And when, you know, we're kind of a couple of days into that launch and no one's buying, we bring that out. We look at what we can automate to create some space and time for that client to do that. And then the results start to come in because we've, you know, added something additional that was required for the launch. And, you know, I'm going to say, if you know me well, personal outreach, personal touch points really, really working right now. And, you know, suddenly we start to then see a different result. We can also look at the data again to inform this. So if we are, for example, looking at the data of our emails and we are getting a lot of click through on that sales page, but we're not getting conversions, we might want to look at what that looks like. Or we're getting, you know, a good click through rate onto the sales page. And then when we're getting to the checkout page, we're losing people. We know that it's likely that checkout page that needs optimizing. And of course, if you're using Google Analytics, which we now do in the business, we can also see how far people are scrolling down that sales page to see where we're losing out. And it can be as simple as popping a video on your sales page, taking people behind the scenes of your offer that suddenly becomes the game changer and the results, you know, the people start coming in. So, you know, there's always small tweaks that we're doing and kind of bigger ways that we're optimizing things as well. And then the third piece of launch is mindset, mindset, mindset. What can typically happen is we're all excited in that planning stage. We're like, yeah, I'm going to get 50 people into my course. It's going to be amazing. And then you go into launch and as part of any launch cycle, it has a cycle and maybe a few people trickle in. And then there is like a period which feels like tumbleweed. And that's when you're like, it's not working. No one wants to buy it. Oh my God. Okay. I'm backtracking. Right. What do I need to do? And what you need to do at that point is hold yourself in the yes. And that is going to come from you supporting your mindset, being in that CEO mindset, during your launch. It's really easy to be like, I don't need that because I'm in launch now. Everything's going to happen. It's all amazing. And then the moment you don't see the result that you want to see or not in the way that you wanted to see it, suddenly it's really easy to think that's it. It's done. It's over. And you know what? It's not. It's not over until you have fully gone all in to do the things that you need to do in the best way that you can keep on top of yourself. In that moment is your mindset. 
you know? So just remember that every launch has a cycle. I find that people trickle in, moment of calm, nothing's happening. And at the end, everyone else trickles in. And, you know, having that space and time, so your automations, creating space, holding your mindset will be the thing that really supports you in that process. And I'm just going to say again, it really, really does get to be easy. And actually, you know, the the more ease that you can find and the more fun that you get to have with it, the better. So I've often done launches where I'm like, I'm just going to throw out a new bonus. And it feels really fun to be like, well, today, this is a bonus. And, and, you know, suddenly it's like, that's the bonus that people want. Three more people come in. And then in three days time, I'm like, now this is the bonus. Today, we're going to have this as a bonus. And, you know, I put it out on socials and in the newsletter, another three people join. And you get to be playful with it. You know, it really gets to come from that space of magnetism where, you know, you're enjoying the process. And that is just, you know, holds such a resonance with your audience as well. I am chiming in and interrupting this episode of the podcast to let you know about a very exciting new training that I have coming in February. The Magnetic Live Launch Method is a six-week training container for coaches and creators to learn how to plan, execute and scale their next live launch and leverage their results. If you want to learn how to plan, create and scale and embody easeful live launches in just six weeks, make more sales with less work in better time with tools and templates on tap and structure, simplify and repeat your human centered strategy with hands on support. I would love to see you inside. There is an add on to go VIP and learn the dynamic creative Facebook ads that we are currently working with that has resulted in a 14x ROI in the last couple of months. And you can get yourself on the waitlist to be first to know how to join by getting yourself to www.themagneticwoman.co.uk forward slash live launch. That's the magnetic woman uk forward slash live launch. I hope to see you there. So on to part three, scale. We're going to go back to data guys, but in a different way. So when we have planned, launched, executed our launch, when it goes to our next round, how we scale that what we're doing with data here is we're looking at it a different way. So example, this is where I would be looking at our previous return on investment ROI and looking at what worked and then running the numbers to see how we could better that and what the cost would be. So to give you an example of something we recently did as a fun, with a funnel that we've set up, we spent £500 on ads and the return on investment was £7,000. So that's you know, 14x our ad spend. So what I would be looking at is if we were to spend a thousand pounds, what would that look like? 14,000 pounds. If we were to spend, you know, X more, what would that look like in terms of return on investment? And because at the time, of course, we 14x, you know, in terms of ROI, I might kind of break that down and look at sort of 25% less and 25% more, knowing that that is possible both sides. So I'm going to really run the numbers to see like if we were to invest, you know, more into our ad spend, what could the potential return on investment be, you know, lowest and highest. So we're looking at the data that will inform how we could scale and to what level. 
And then the next thing is feedback. So this is something that I think it's, again, a really easy thing that we forget to ask or, um, you know, even bring into our, our launch plan. So important. Yeah. So first of all, there's asking people that have come through that offer, what worked, what did they love? Uh, what didn't, what could we optimize? What would be better for you? And then for the people who didn't buy, why? Why didn't you buy? And this will A, inform what downsells could support your ideal clients, potential ideal clients, and how you can better the next launch. Um, but also, you know, if they didn't buy, we could look at, you know, well, I didn't really feel like it was for me. Okay, well, why is that? Well, you know, because you said it was for X kind of business owner and that's not me. Ah, you see what we're doing here. Suddenly in our messaging, we can start to speak to this is for you if and start adding in the people that maybe felt that they weren't included or right for that offer by bringing in messaging that makes them feel that they are. If of course, you know, the, the course itself is relevant. So it really is kind of what did land in terms of messaging, what didn't and why not. So, you know, again, this is going to help us inform the messaging for the next round, but really look at, you know, what are there for the current challenges that we weren't speaking to in this launch period that we could speak to in the next to, you know, get a better result, to scale the result. And then the third and final piece here is nurturing your audience in between launches. So the consistency of your content and the value that you deliver in between your launches is so important as is making sure that you are bringing as much of a focus to the awareness phase of your funnel than you are the conversion phase of your funnel. So making sure that in between launches, you are, uh, first of all, attracting new people into your audience and nurturing them with value so that by the time you get to launch again, you've A, you know, nurtured people, nurtured your existing audience, but also brought in more humans, more leads as it were, so that when you come to launch, you know, there's a greater pool of people and, you know, those who maybe it wasn't right for last time, it becomes right for this time because you've nurtured, you know, making them feel seen, heard, giving them value, especially, you know, here in between, it could be that you bring in some kind of downsell offer, which is going to support them with the things that they were challenged with or are challenged with, but not at the price point of your your bigger higher ticket offer. Um, again, I just find this really, really important. I see this quite a lot of clients come to me to say, you know, I took the summer off and then, you know, in September I went into launch and no one bought or I didn't get the results. It's like, well, because there were two months where, you know, you just weren't nurturing your audience and, and then you're kind of coming back and expecting them to purchase from you and you know, sometimes our audience, you know, need that nurturing and the consistency of that nurturing to continue to build that know, like, and trust. Um, if you're using Facebook ads, I do really agree and work with kind of using ads in between launches as well to nurture, um, you know, potential new audience with your lead magnets, uh, heart magnets, as I like to call them. Again, so you're nurturing people um, you know, in between those launches in a really beautiful way. And it just means that next time you come to launch, you know, you've, you've really set a beautiful foundation from which to grow. So I hope this has been helpful. How to plan, launch and scale to a six-figure launch. If you have any questions, I would love to hear from you. If you have questions about launching, um, please do come and find me at Pandora Paloma underscore is the best place. 
And of course, if you are interested in finding out more about the magnetic live launch method, I have a five minute video that I can send you. So the best thing to do is come and find me on Instagram at Pandora Paloma underscore, and I will send it through. Have a beautiful day and sending big love from my corner of the world to yours. <laughs>